Welcome to the Iron Truth Podcast. I am your host, Soul Reclaimer. Hello, everyone. I would like to first thank you all for listening as I use this venue to help me become more creative and share my playthrough of a game of Iron Sworn Starforged. Today, I will walk through my character that I created previously, as well as a hope to end with a prologue of the beginning of my campaign, Dead Space. The character name that we rolled up is Jareth Dow, D-O-W-E. The pronouns for him will be he and him. His call sign is JD. I chose to give him the stats of edge with a three, heart with one, iron with one, shadow and wits, both two. For his assets, I chose ace. When you face danger or react under fire by guiding your vehicle through a hazard or out of harm's way, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. I also chose Gunslinger. I felt uh, with the way the campaign is looking, um, he will be somewhat of a bounty hunter, whether it's current or former. So Gunslinger, if you wield a pistol, when you enter the fray or facing off against your foe, or by preparing to act without tipping them off, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. On a strong hit with a match, you can immediately take a shot without making a move and mark progress twice. For our starship, I chose the module engine as my upgrade. Your vehicle's finely tuned engine speed your travels. When you undertake an expedition and roll a strong hit with a six on your action die, take plus two momentum. The gear that Gareth will begin the game with is a thermal pistol, low light goggles, environment suit, flashlights, toolkit, medkit, and a comms radio. Jarrett's rolled characteristic is that he runs from a criminal past. Jareth is a dark-skinned male wearing shin-high boots with blue durable hide wraps around the ankles. He dons a coat that covers to the waist and flares outward while progressing to a point on both sides in altering colors of black and gray. The chest area has fur-stitched edges on black hide cloth that diagonally come to a point at the midsection. A blue cloth woven belt is wrapped around the waist and entwined into the fabric are metal plates. Jareth wears a sash resembling the belt from his right left shoulder to under his right arm ending at his midsection, also containing these metal plates. He has neon teal implants into his skin resembling tattoos on his exterior arms. There are three elongated implants on his chin and three similar in shape implants on his balding head. Most importantly is an iron emblem woven into the belt that displays Jarrett's faith to the triumvirate. So based on his starting characteristics, here's what I envisioned for the narrative. Jarrett's past was not the most honorable his bounty hunting practices were not approved by several guilds, but Jareth had contacts within the Hunter's Guild, and they overlooked many rules when it came to capturing fugitives. He crossed a high-level officer of the Fringe Guild, Nasar Zhang, 
Nisar had several hunters track Jareth across many settlements, and he will not stop until Jareth pays for his disloyalty. Jareth's starship is called the Lara 5. This starship was one in a bet. It is a cruiser-sized ship. Because of this, it was changed and painted to appear as a transport vessel that looks defenseless, yet don't be fooled. Jareth uncovered old navigation logs while dissecting the content of the ship upon his ownership and found the log to contain coordinates to locations that do not or should not exist. He has since encrypted and protected these logs in one of the implants in his right arm. When jumping through the drift to the anchorage points, the hull rattles and groans in atmospheric flight. One thing I would like to go over before we begin is our starting sector. The sector name is the Stygian Margin. The region we are starting in is the Outlands, and the faction in control are called the Order of the Unified Wreckers Guild. The first location I would like to mention is a settlement named Neoma. Its type is in deep space. The population is thousands. The authority is that law is unyielding, and its projects are manufacturing and engineering. This settlement does not have a known course that we have, so that is why I wanted to start with that one first. Our next location is a settlement called Evanfall, located on the planet Hades. It is an orbital type with a population of hundreds. Its authority is that lore is ineffectual. Their projects focus on raiding and subsistence. Our third is a settlement called Spire on the planet Azula. Its type is planet-side with a population of few. The authority is that lore is fair and their projects are agriculture and shipbuilding. Our last location is a settlement called Tyson on the planet Cyrus. Its type is orbital with a population of hundreds. The authority is no law or lawless and its projects focus on exploration and pacifism. Since this is our starting location, the first look of Tyson and the planet Cyrus is that we have rustic architecture being built from organic. The initial contact is welcoming and the known settlement trouble is toxic waste. The last piece that we need before we begin is to have our initial connection. I rolled up a person by the name of Florian Farin, F-A-R-I-N, whose role is a thief. He has a goal to obtain an object. He distracts easily and is threatened, and his aspect is cautious and afflicted. They both met while Jareth was in prison. We will set the stage with our prologue. I was doing my tasks during the daily jail routines of prison life. You know, the crap jobs no one would ever do when on the outside. My mid-term assignment was the moving and crushing of Zircon, a moon-mined mineral that our solitary house had exclusive rights to prepare for manufacturing. Most of the planet-side settlement prisons had these contracts. The manufacturing industry used prisons as a source, especially in sparse areas of space 
where populations were minimal. It was an industry that benefited every one of us. Normal residents, travelers, and yes, even us inmates. This zircon was widely used in the construction of planet-side settlements due to its resiliency when stations were built near highly corrosive planets. It provided longer life and a quality of life for our people when living outside of the terminus, the galaxy our people emerged in when the exodus of our home galaxy took place. The two of us were training this new inmate, Jareth Dow, a young pilot who they put in here when a cargo scan of his small frigate ship off the transponder sensors for a fugitive's identifier that was not removed from his chip implant. The noob was apparently smuggling this fugitive for the Hunter's Guild, and he had no idea that if any other guild laid claim on his bounty, that criminals could have more than one implant. He probably will never make this mistake again. Jareth was primarily put here to teach him a lesson. There are certain jobs in a prison that have lifers assigned to them because of their importance, and the process for manufacturing with zircon ore was one of them. Argus Akiro, a quiet, mysterious man, is just that. He has been here since my incarceration, and seems to carry a reputation of don't mess with me along with him. I never delved into his past by asking him questions, and he never offered any information either. He was always joyful to myself and others within this prison. I will never forget this particular day that brought us all a little closer and the friendship Jareth and I would form throughout his short prison time here. Argus was monitoring the last waste particles from post-crushing and sifting when as he invoked the rocket readiness button, a hatch closed caught Argus's safety harness and trapped him pinned to the side of the rocket. The shriek heard was undeniable that there was trouble. I didn't have much time. Jareth was on the floor moving crates along the conveyors, and I don't remember much honestly. It was all just a blur, but I ran across the scaffolding as fast as I could, and while running we heard the one minute to launch notice over the comm speakers. Argus was struggling to try and free his lead and in the meantime, I was able to retrieve a handheld multi-tool we used on the zircon to scrape into a powder so we can measure the quality of the ore and potential strength of the refined product. With little time to spare, as I arrived at August, he was continuing to pull and pull to try and free that cord. I put all the pressure that I had behind that tool as I operated its claw-like apparatus, pressing the cord into the rocket hull and at some moment, the line freed and August and I moved to the scaffold and watched as the rocket fell into the tube basin. The hatch closed and we heard the rocket ignite and tear off into the atmosphere. I am forever in your debt. It's Florian, right? Yes, I replied. Someday, I promise to repay you. You have my word. 